Welcome to the Blackout Podcast, where I get to talk to amazing people who do amazing things. And today I have my friend, my designer, homie, person that makes lessons with the king look amazing, Motala Oyefuduri. Correct. Got it right. All right. <laughs> Thanks for coming to the podcast today. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Well, so how did we start this whole arts thing? Ah, man. Okay. Well, we're going all the way back. All the way back, yes. All the way back. So... Funny enough, I was actually not very good at arts. Okay, that's not... Okay, fine. I'll take your word for it. I didn't like arts. And my earliest memory I even remember is I was in primary school, arts lesson, and I didn't want to do anything so much so that the teacher actually set me out. <laughs> and out of happiness of not wanting to be there, I actually like ran out in have enjoy. Well... Do you know he slapped me? <laughs> He actually slapped me and punished me. Holy <laughs> shit! You know that Nigerian punishment? Right, 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 like, right, right. raise up your hands. Right. So there's me there for the next two hours. Holy shit! <laughs> Holy shit! So yeah, so that's my one of my earliest memories. So where my art journey kind of started was, um, so in Nigeria, I started off secondary school in a day school. Uh, so from that day school, I then transferred to a boarding school in the next year. So that would be year seven or year eight, somewhere around there. Um, so in this new school that's now a boarding school, they had this thing called slum books. So basically it was just like a notebook, but then people would draw in them. Like they just draw anything. Uh, for any Nigerian listening, you probably remember Super Strikers. So, yes, yes, with these freaking Shags. Yes, Shags Okoro, you know, them them people there. So yeah, yeah. that was what everyone was drawing. And I'm the new guy. I didn't want to feel left out. So I, cut, I got myself a notebook as well, started drawing. And then I noticed as the years went by, less people started to draw. So I went into what we'd call GST, which would be like year nine here. I go into year nine, I'm still drawing. I got into senior school as a swan, I'm still drawing. <laughs> like at this point, very few people are still, but I'm like, I kind of like this. Right. Yeah, I guess it'll be year 10 or year 11, I'm still drawing SS2. So I'm like, and then people are now telling me I'm good, mm. but I, I can't really, I can kind of see, but not really. Mm. But I know in my, in like my, my art class then, I was kind of one of the good ones. So I'm like, okay, there must be something here. Mm. So then now you get to this point of, okay, what do I want to do with my life? I know I like art, and I know I'm good at computers. How do I mix these two things? Right. So the idea of graphic design was kind of floated around, but I didn't really know, if I'm being honest. I remember went, we traveled as a family, me, my mom, her best friend, our family, went somewhere, and then they asked me, what do you want to do? Do you know I said, I don't know. <laughs> to your mother okay good luck oh, my mom was there my her best friend was there asked me what do you want to do I was kind of giving wishy washy answers right, right, right. I said yeah I should actually start like know exactly what I want to do so that happens I finished school uh, I didn't go to because I was in Nigeria then I wanted to go to the UK uh, I went to a foundation school and I did business studies so I'm like, okay, how how do you, someone's probably wondering from business studies, how did you get into art? Mm. So this is the thing. One of the one of the university degrees you could go to from that foundation course was animation. 
So I saw that in the brochure, like, hmm, okay, this this looks interesting. So I went to um, Oxbridge Tutorial College in Lagos for anyone who probably knows that school in Nigeria. So I went there, did one year course, finished. I applied to Leeds. At the time, it was Leeds Metropolitan University. Mm. Applied there, got in. Um, then I studied uh, 2D animation for three years, so from 2013 to 2016. So at the time, my art is kind of okay, but I'm still new to... I don't know there's a whole animation industry. I don't know there's a whole video game industry. There's a whole book making, children's book. Like, I didn't know any of that. I just knew, okay, well, you know, mm. some people draw. Like, I didn't, I didn't even know you could, you, you could get, you could make a living off of drawing things. I'm like, wow. So my eyes started to open once I came to the UK. It's like, wow, people really make this and they use it for a living. Mm. So I'm going through this. I'm learning all the animation and improving my skills slowly and surely. Um, I then quickly realized I don't quite like animation. No. No. Why? Like, it's, what didn't you like about it? So they taught every style of animation, like the old school, like the sketch, flip the paper, sketch, flip the paper. So it's the whole 24 frames, uh, no, 20, 24 frames a second year. So I, I, I didn't look like long term, like, could I do this <laughs> well until I was 60? Right. Probably not, you know? Right, right, right. But I like the designing aspect. Like, I like the idea of, okay, let's design the main character. Let's, let's uh, design the world that this character lives in. Let's, uh, let's design the props, the, you know, the gloves, the car. You know the spaceship. You know I like I like that aspect of like establish join what will then be used. So at this time, my knowledge of the industry is still kind of surface. Like I don't know how all these elements work now. I know, but then it was still very vague to me. Mm. But I just knew I like designing, so I started sh shifting from draw flip because they taught us like that. Then they taught us flash animation. They taught us stop motion, time lapse. Uh, you know, a whole bunch of different, like, you know, traditional type 2D animation. Mm. So I go through my three years, I graduate. Um, then I come back to Nigeria for one year so I could prepare to come to Canada because there's the whole PR, you got to emigrate, better life. No one wants to stay in Nigeria. Basically, Jakba, for, <laughs> for anyone listening, Jakba. Right, right, right. So 2017 now. I go to Vancouver Film School in BC. To so, study. Uh, so I studied animation concept arts. So pretty much what I was just describing to right, you. Right, the, the, the spaceships. So let's, let's, the... let's design the characters, the spaceships, the backgrounds, the everything that's going to be used and moved around in. Like that's the kind of stuff. I, so that's why I went to study. Um, so I did that for one year. How was that? It was pretty cool. Like, that was the first time I felt like I had a proper community of artists. Like, we're all... Like, it was so weird because half... Well, not half, but a number of people there didn't speak, like, you know, proper Queen's English. Like, it was all... Some people were, like, Mexican. Some people were, like, Brazilian. Oh, wow. All you know, the so yeah. there's a whole range of, like, level of English in the class. But we all... We, I mean, we could all still understand each other. So it was quite cool seeing all these quote-unquote nerds in a classroom like i'm talking 12 midnight everyone is still in there <laughs> sketching well like 
hey, what do you think about this? You know, we're discussing the latest anime that's come out, or we're talking about, you know, some old school artists from back in the day. Like, you know, it felt like a real good community. Mm. Um, so I, I enjoyed I felt like that's where I had the most growth in the shortest amount of time. Plus, mm -hmm. because around other people that could, like, give me critique, I could, you know, share ideas, they could give me ideas. You know, I, I love that. Um, but... <sighs> Other other things to factor into, because you're you're obviously wondering. Well, you went to Vancouver. That's where the animation hub is. Why are you in Halifax? So, uh, remember the jackpot thing. Right, right. Well, right. come to find out, when you come to Canada, uh, private schools, because Vancouver Film School is a private school, they don't qualify for postgraduate work permits. No. Nope. Oh, wow. And I found this out. I literally just found it out now. Yeah. I found out midway through my program. Holy smokes. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. So here's me, how many thousands of dollars <laughs> in. I'm like, so you mean when you finish, you have to like... I had to hustle. <laughs> and I should have known there was a red flag because before we came to Canada, I would call them from Nigeria say, um... You know, just blah, blah, blah. They started talking about, oh, we'll help you get lawyers, or we'll help you set up seminars. You know, never a direct answer as to... Because the dream they sell you about Canada back then is, come here, there's just jobs littered everywhere. <laughs> there's a job waiting for you. In fact, they're, they're fighting for you. Um, that was the dream that they sold to me. I was like, wow. Me and my mom believed this, so it wasn't like uh, I, saw, I saw it or she saw it. We, we both got sold the same dream. Mm. And then we found out the reality of Canada when we came. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so now I had a choice. Go to Nigeria or find another course somewhere. So, you know, I still like drawing. I still, I still knew I wanted to do this as a career, as a passion. Um, and as a byproduct of drawing and learning Photoshop and Illustrator, these are all like the standard tools for designer stuff. Mm. Uh, graphic design sort of became the byproduct of learning all these things. Right. So I knew how to use the tools. So I then thought, okay, what's the next, what's the sh shortest course I can do to just qualify for this work permit so I can then find a job, get PR, blah, blah, blah. In the whole of Canada, whole of Canada, the one cheapest, shortest course I could find was right here in NSCC. Wow. Dartmouth. And as it just so, as God would have it, my family, my aunt's mom's younger sister, just happened to be moving here at the exact same time. Oh, yeah. right, 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 right. So, let's talk about favor, right? Right, so, right. As they, as they were moving, I was moving here for school, so boom, just moved in with them. Mm. So, I come here for school, NSCC, so I did um, applied media and communication. So, it's basically photography, <clears throat> graphic design, video design sound design, key skills, uh, that's like presentation, like talk in public, um, mm. how to write an email, write a letter, mm -hmm. uh, something else, but it was basically all those things. So I did that, graduated. Got, and how was that one? That was good as well. It was a little different. I went from being one of the youngest in the class to being one of the oldest. Oh, because of the switch. The switch, yeah. So, like, I'm in class with, like, 18-year-olds. Right, and, right, right. You know, 17-year-olds who don't know what they're doing during life. <laughs> it's, it's so weird to me that you can get to that stage of life. But then, 
I, I look back at myself like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, what's that was, that was, But the difference is I didn't take out 20K to do so. <laughs> I didn't take out 20K to find out I don't like something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's, still, it's still bought food somehow. Fair enough, yeah. So, you know, uh, I did, it, was, it was still fun, though. I had fun. The teachers, they were good. Um, you know, it was a little hard because I had to commute from Bedford where I was living, so... Oh, to Dartmouth every day? Yeah, every oh, day. Wow, wow, yeah, wow. or at least when I had classes. So mm. take the bus 90 from Bedford all the way down to Waterfront, ferry over, walk, especially when it was snowy. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so and there were many times where I'd go to school, I'd get the email at 7 a.m. or class has been canceled, so now I have to bus all the way back to Bedford. God damn. <sighs> Stress, <laughs> stressful times, but... Yeah, no, that that one year. So this would have been 2018, from 2018, August to 2019, June. So that's when I was studying in SEC. Um, So, yeah, after that, I graduated. I didn't really, because at this time, it started to dawn on me the reality of how hard it is to get into the industry. Mm Because, yeah, you have to realize now, you're not just... You're not just fighting for a spot with your fellow like people in your age range. You're fighting with people who have been here for 20 years, 30 years. Like mm. they're also looking for like freelance jobs. And it didn't dawn on me that not many people in this industry are actually full time. Like if you find someone that's full time, they either know the person in the studio, they either own co-own the studio, or they're just so good that someone just kept them on full-time. But rarely will you see someone full-time in like the animation industry or the TV and film video game industry. It's, mm-hmm. you know, it's not, not some, especially someone my age, like what, 28, 20, unless you're that good, it's, it's rare that you see that. So, you know, I graduated, you know, just doing jobs here and there. Uh, and I got a job working at Ikea, where I was actually kind of doing graphic design, actually, funny enough. Um, so I did that for six months. Then I, finally, my big break came in 2021. A studio here called Cartoon Conrad, uh, they posted a job they were looking for background artists. So a background artist basically is, you see all those rough storyboards, like in Disney animation, where it's like the stick figure and whatnot. So think of that as like storyboard, basically. So background artists would take that rough sketch, mm. clean it up, make it look nice, black and white. Oh. You ever seen like the like DC comics where it's just black and white, like mm. clean looking sharp? So that's kind of what a background artist would do, mm. uh, specifically in animation. So I got my first big break with Carlton Conrad, 2021, worked with them uh, up until the next year. So I, I finished my contract with them in March of 2022. Uh, before the, well, in between that, I then started a new job as a graphic designer again in a company. So yeah, that's, that's kind of been my journey since. So like, do you still draw for yourself or? Yeah, I still, so in between that, I still do like little side projects here and there. Mm. Um, what I'm doing now is I'm doing a bit of like personal development on like, I want to hone down on what style um what style that i want to have mm. as an artist because when you when you think of like when you think of the people who sell out the most it's because they have a distinct style that people like and they've come to love over the years so mm. i want to be able to develop my own style that people can see and i didn't know that it you know it's totally that did that and then 
people keep coming back. So whatever it is I put out there, just grab they latch onto it. So wow, that's that's where I'm at now. I'm just that's why I don't post as much anymore. I just want to really work on that so that I, I didn't having to start on the consistency because with the algorithms now, bro, you have to post like daily, <laughs> like and maybe I don't know if it's my age or just the area I'm stuck in, but like I'm not used to like I have to post every I day. I understand it's... exactly what you're talking about. Okay, so now let's get into the work. This dude was a story here. So <laughs> this painting, right, funny enough, um, there's a food channel. Oh, wait, can I mention channels? Yeah. Okay, there's a food channel. Uh, it's called Best of a Food Review Show. Uh, the guy went to Kenya and he was um, filming the Maasai tribe. So from that watching a food video, I got the inspiration to draw something about the Maasai tribe. And Because mm. with art, it's weird. You never know where your inspiration will come from. It's just like the most random thing. So from mm. watching a food video about the Maasai tribe, and I thought, let me make a painting about maybe this group of people in this colorful land somewhere doing something or there's some kind of history there. So if you look in here, I have like these little statues here, I have all these monuments. So that kind of suggests maybe this is like a civilization uh, that, you know, people don't really know much about. Mm. I kind of use the colors to make it colorful as well. It's just like... I want to, I wanna, like, you want when you look at it, you want to find out what's going on here. Like, who are these mm. people? Why are they just standing there with these sticks? They look like gods. Like, nope, you need you need a visa to come in here. <laughs> you know, so that that was the inspiration behind this. When you, when you walk on your walk, or like for your, um, for your Instagram, things like that, is this, what app is this? What what do you do this on? So this I did specifically Procreate. Uh, that's only on the iPad. Oh. Um, yeah. But my first love is Photoshop. Um, what do you love about Photoshop? It It's what I started with. Right, right. Um, you know, and I, I used it for so many years. Um, I think what had happened was uh, on the iPad, the color is just so much brighter and it's more true to the actual color. Oh. Uh, so, and the UI is user friendly. It's very like user friendly. Um, I mean, I still I know how to use Photoshop, so it's not daunting to me. But mm. for a new person who just opens Photoshop and there's just so many things, so many things you <laughs> you know, you might not get it, but right. You know, but yeah, I just I transitioned to Procreate just because of that color and whatnot. Yeah, you really, really love color though. Like yeah. this, this Yeah, these these are more uh exploratory kind of ideas. So this one, um, I was exploring the idea of um like I was exploring the idea of like God in the beginning when he was making the heavens and the earth. Mm. Uh so this is a Hebrew inscription. I think it means Yahweh. I believe, I'm not sure exactly, but I think that means Yahweh in Hebrew. Uh, so I was just exploring the idea of God in the beginning, just making everything and just bringing everything to being. So that's where this inspiration comes from. Wow. So much details. This is also Procreate? Yes, every, literally everything. everything there is Procreate. How long would it take to make this, something like this? Um, This one, hmm. See, if I had my iPad in front of me, I you could actually tell you because it, um, it, it, it records every stroke you make and tells you how much time you actually took. Oh. If I had to guess, maybe two days, three days. 
But this is not like three days straight, stretch straight, like straight, it's yeah. stop, sketch, stop, sketch. Okay, so I think this is one of the ones I saw and like... Oh yeah, this is enti- inspired entirely by COVID. Yes! <laughs> entirely by COVID, that period, I was just like... Because they kept saying, stay the blazes at home. Yes. Stay inside, stay inside. So in my head, I'm always thinking of like sci-fi, fantasy ideas. So... You know, I just like, okay, stay inside. All right, let's let's draw something that's very like spooky, like sci-fi. It's like, have you seen Blade Runner, for instance? You know, that that kind of gave me inspiration for yes. this. Combined with COVID, combined with, you know, everything that's just going on. News. Why the triangles though? Um, to be honest, that was more I just seen that used a lot in so what I'm working, I'll have like some references. And I think what happened was there was a lot of that kind of shape language in there. The mm. triangle just, it just, it, it it sort of draws you to it to look at it. It's like, oh, this might be dangerous. It might be, you know, especially with the use of the red as well. Mm. I just And it's like super that. neon. Yeah, and it's neon. You know, I was really going for that, like neon, cyberpunk, uh, rain yeah, as well. I love this. I love yeah. that guy. Okay. Um, then this one too. Yeah, this is also, this is one of my more recent ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is also me exploring the idea of, um, so, you know how people, like, sometimes they feel, oh, I've done so much evil. Uh, you know, people just, they, they um, when they've gone so far left and they feel like, oh, there's no it's redemption, much, like, yeah. it's too much, like, no one will ever forgive me. But this is me, like, explaining first... I think it's first period 2, 9, where it says, come on to me and I will give you rest. I believe I might be wrong on that. But this is me essentially, like, exploring the idea of it doesn't matter what you've done. It's all good. It's all good. Like, just, like, it's all good. Just come to me. So you see this guy. That's, like, a guy who's still contemplating, like, like, oh, man, but I'm so evil. Like, I... I I, I beat up somebody last week. Oh, I, I, I got drunk and blah, blah, blah. You know, like, I still wanted to live in his sin. But then he's just saying, nope, doesn't matter. Still come to me. I'll give you rest. Mm. So that's that's what I was exploring there. Yeah, so detailed. Yeah, I think that, that is the thing I really love about your work. I remember seeing it and, you know, someone pointed me to Instagram, like, it's so detailed. Yeah. So... I mean, and I know it's all on like your iPad and stuff, but when you are walking and you are looking at the reference, whatever, like what are you looking for when you want to make the work? So when I'm working, I'll have the I, the rough idea of what I want in my head. Mm. Um, so what I'm doing with references, I'm either looking for color choices or I'm looking for... Um, brush strokes like how someone there's a thing called brush economy um art where it's basically using the least amount of brush strokes oh, with the maximum effect so you see right. all those old mm. painters they make like five brush strokes and it looks done <laughs> like i there's a guy I, I wish i remember his name now but he's famous for that whole brush economy thing like just the mo- the least amount of strokes but then it looks like it's it's finished you know so I'm either looking for that, or I'm looking, looking, either looking for color choices, or I'm actually looking for a story. Like sometimes you see a piece of art that there's a story in there that could help your story, help flesh it out. Um, so I'll usually we, I'll usually make a mood board or a contact sheet. It's basically the same thing, just different terminologies. What 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 
is typically in a mood board. Uh, mood board, you're, you're typically gathering images that have the same uh, color theme or the same, uh, the same patterns or the same sort of feel idea. You know, it's usually always something, a lot of the same colors, patterns, storytelling, whatever the fonts, you know, depending on whatever it is you want. Um, so basically it's just gathering a bunch of reference, just anything to help fuel the creative, uh, creativity. Mm, yeah. Mm. So much. Okay. This one, I think this is one of my, your favorite work of mine. Like your, my favorite your work. Basically <laughs> your work that is my favorite. That's yeah. what I was trying to say. But yeah. So yeah. This one is again details. That's what I really love about yeah. your work. It's so so detailed. Yeah, this is me also. This is when I was still really like loving Procreate and just exploring it. To be honest, this one is straight straight and simple. I found a picture of a cute looking baby on the internet. I thought, hmm, you know, it'll be interesting. I haven't done a portrait in a while. Let me, you know, paint a portrait of a baby. And that's pretty much all this is. I was just exploring the colors. The browns making it look warm. Yeah, and the light, the lighting, lighting. too. When, when you're like, is that part of your animation skills coming into the lighting? Because that lighting looks like it's well lit. Yeah. While make up, we're about to shoot a scene right now. Yep. Yeah. Some. So I think that's also the like you said the animation bit. Some things I learned in animation sort of transfer into when I'm designing now. So I always, I'm sometimes I'll design and I'll think. If if for any reason this needed to be made into a film project or whatever, how how could I make it so that it's just ready to go? So it could be the lighting, like you say, like that. It could be something else, you know. But yeah, that that definitely comes from the animation. So more details. I want to bring one of my lessons to the king, but I I just checked. I forgot it. So let's talk about that one because you know yeah. you've made a couple of things for me, but I remember saying, "Oh, I have this idea for this show." Totally the concepts, and I was like, "But the thing is, each thing has to be on a card and yeah. everything." How do you even come up with that thing? Because I've not talked about you. I talked <laughs> about it with you. <sighs> you know, the lessons with the king one. So when you gave me the idea or the rough idea, I. Hmm. Same thing, I, I usually would just gather a bunch of reference and just like, okay, what what is the general idea here? I, I don't remember if I sketched. Did I send you a sketch? No, no, I... you only, you just sent one thing that I had like, the, and I was like, that's the one. Oh, uh, yeah, I remember <laughs> now, yes. Yeah. So when you, when you gave me the idea, I sort of already had the picture in my head of kind of what it should be. I just didn't know the colors because that's right. It was the colors. That's could... one of my uh, areas that I'll, I'll confess that I'm not as strong as I usually struggle to pick the right colors. When I eventually get the colors, I'm like I'm satisfied, but it takes me a while to pick. I I don't know why. I just it's just a struggle that I have. Um, so I had the idea in my head, but the color scheme. Like, I was even thinking we could just go with blue because, you know, blue usually means, like, strong, solid, like, uh, responsible, you know, trustworthy. Mm. But I was like, well, you don't want to just be all blue. You know, you bring some fun, you know, and life into this. So I, I just... So that's where my head starts to go. I just, like, throw a bunch of colors on this. <laughs> <thing>. like, <laughs> anything... 
you know, like how they say in Nigeria, any, anyway, anyway, yeah, any, yes. anyway, now, ways, wherever Bella fits, <laughs> you know. So I just throw a bunch of colors on there, and then slowly I start to filter, like, okay, that definitely doesn't work. <laughs> that could work. Okay, let's leave that. Hmm. Okay. You know, you start to filter right. down. So from ten, you have like three, oh. and from three, you have two solids. Right. So that that's. Usually by process. No, I love it. And one of the plans I have, someday I'm going to have a studio studio in my house. Yeah. And it's going to be on all the walls. Yeah. Yeah, that's the plan. Um, that's what I'm going to do with it. So I'm going to keep printing it. Just yeah. be ready because another set is coming. <laughs> also, that's the other thing. Why, why are you so fast? Because, you know, each one is different. Yeah. Like... It takes me weeks and weeks to actually write right, it. Yeah. But when I send it to you, it's like done. Like... So, I think, how many have we done? 800, Yeah. Right? I think the first one or two, they did take me a while just because it was so much volume. Um, I think I've just come up, the thing with, um, and with life, anything, when you're able to set up a system for right. anything, it just becomes easy. And I think what's, I mean, also the added factor is I've also upgraded my systems as well. Ah. So, so I, I, I cannot give the full context. Right, so right, right, I've right, also right. like, I got a, a new iMac since then as well. So, you know, systems are a bit faster, you know, so I'm able to do a lot more quicker. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the first few ones took me quite a bit, but now I have a system where, okay, as soon as I get the first hundred, what I usually do is I'll take two, three hours maybe, just do half of them. Just go. I just copy. Dip, 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 dip. So it's I, I have a system in place where I can just copy, replace, copy, replace. Mm. It's I wish there was a faster way. And I feel like there is. It's just I haven't figured it out yet. <laughs> so if possible, I could almost get them to you in a day. Holy if, if shit. Anyway, no, it's so fast. But I'm really, really grateful for that. Talking about it, I have to say congratulations. And now we missed this. But, you know, you've always been a mister. But now you're married. <laughs> that's what I mean. Um, you know what? I always wonder, like, is there any, like, now you're married, is there any difference in general to you that you've noticed? <sighs> Man. Um, well, one, my time is definitely not my time anymore. <laughs> like, the old me would have been... Able to go out at like right, right, right. midnight, come back home at 2 a.m., wherever. I'm not, not clubbing by the way. I, mommy, I don't club. <laughs> just to get, just to get I don't club. But you know what I'm saying? Like, I could usually just go anywhere. Like, I didn't care. Like, I could go, come back, whatever time. Mm. I could take as much time or as little time as I needed, you mm -hmm. know, things like that. Or, you know, even when it comes to money, like you have to lay everything out there on the table. This so is what it is. And, yeah. I was never really a reckless spender before anyway, but now I have, we have to literally account for every cent. Not every, <laughs> every, every cent. Every cent <laughs> has been spent. Right. Because if you don't, you get away with it one time, but then it snowballs. Right, becomes a thing, right. You build distrusts and, you know, it just, it just becomes like a whole hassle and it's not good. So... Definitely laying out all the finances on the table. My time isn't really my time. But in a sense, it's also good because now I have someone that's always there. So, mm. you know, there's there's quote-unquote pros and cons. Yeah. I mean, as with everything as in life. Everything. But when it comes to choosing someone, you're like, how, what, what were some of the factors that were behind that decision? 
Well, for me, it was a few things. I mean, one being that, you know, I want to live my life in a way that's honorable to God. I want I wanted to have someone who also shares that belief. So that was like my first, that was like the first box that I needed to retake. Okay, let's mm-hmm. get that out of the way. Now let's get into who you are now outside of that. So now, okay, are you good around people? Are you the kind of person that, you know, when people come, you know, they are, they like to hang around you. You know, you meet some people, the energy like, is off yeah. from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Like I tell, I told my wife this time about how those I was in, when I was in the UK, I went to Birmingham. Yeah, I've never seen a male snob in my a male snob in my life <laughs> until that day. I've never seen a man that is a snob. <laughs> like you know, when you go to your guys, like a, a random guy. Yeah, hey, what's up? What's guys, up? Guys are usually quick to make yeah, friends. Like, yeah. I don't have to know. Like, how far now? What's good? You know, that I don't have to say anything beyond that. Like, mm-hmm. how far, how far? Even if it's a random person, even if it's my house, but I know someone I know invited you. Like, how far, how far? I'm in there. This guy just comes in. When I say he looks me head to toe <laughs> and just walks. What the fuck? My <laughs> brother. Not even uh, Ray, how far. What's up? Yeah. Like, you don't have to say anything beyond how far. Yeah, yeah. you good? You good? You good? Mm. Nothing. So, you know, I, I, that true, that true me also. I, I don't like people who are that, like that. So, mm. I didn't want to spend my life with someone who's that way inclined or, you know, will be around people who are that way inclined. So, she didn't take that box, my wife now. Um, someone who's, you know, ambitious. You know, I, I mentioned earlier that she's... Going to med school, school yeah. so thank God for that as well. Um, you know, someone who, you know, she has a personality as well, because in as much as I want someone who wants to honor her, honor, honor God with the way she lives her life, I don't want someone who's like, you, you know, it's like, oh, let's have some fun. Right, right, right. I just want to sit there and read Psalms 32. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, there's, yeah. a, there's a time and place for that, but let's, let's all... Let's, you know, let's bond as, as friends, as family, you know. Mm. So she she definitely has a personality that even if we didn't marry or date, like, she would still be a good friend to me. So mm. I'm happy about that. So good friend, uh, not a snob, lives her life on every to God. Um, and what's the other one? And, you know, there are other things, but, you know, those were kind of like the top three that I just wanted to really take off. No. Okay, so let's talk about this wedding. I mean, because you guys both met in Halifax and like, no, we want to go out there in Africa. <laughs> What's the story there? Oh, man. Well, I mean, you know, it's African. This is all across the continent. So she's been in Zimbabwe and they're caught, they're, the way they marry is similar to the um, how Igbos in Nigeria marry as well. So the groom gets a list. He has to fulfill that list. There's also a bride price got to be paid. So it was a whole bunch of things. Um, so we, the first thing that happened was we got the venue very early, which kind of set everything into motion. Uh, so we got the venue very early, um, had to start applying for visas, booking DJs. I thank God I have a mother who is very passionate about <laughs> this sort of stuff. Like, so for context, my mom is a senior banker back home. Um, so she's used to dealing with multiple things at the same time. Right. So when, you know, her son's about to get my arm. like, I'm on top of it. Mom is on top of everything. When, yeah. Like when we're talking to some of the vendors and I'm seeing spreadsheets and Excel pages. <laughs> I'm seeing numbers that don't even make sense to me. Right, right, right. I'm seeing like five different people for the same thing. I'm like, man, 
<laughs> is it me that's getting <laughs> Yes, 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 yes. Oh, man, it was so many things good, but we're grateful that, you know, my mom, her parents as well in Zimbabwe, like, yo, they turned out in Zimbabwe. Like, they're not... Zimbabweans are not as expressive, loud, you know, as us Nigerians, but in their own way, they, they get down too. Mm. So, you know, with that, so obviously being that, you know, I'm the one going to get away from them, we have to go to Zimbabwe to do that. So we went in November. Mm. So we did the... We did the traditional there, my my mom and a couple of my family. So normally with Zimbabwean weddings, um, it's called Lobola or Rora, depending on where you're from. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's usually very intimate. They only usually allowed me 10, 15 people, but oh. us Nigerians, like, like, <laughs> like, like, we're coming in, whole squad. Right, 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 right. So we came in about 40 people deep. Oh my God. Like, like, like half the plane. Yeah, yeah, it was a lot. So we got... Got a lot of people in, um, but for the actual Lobola, so it's it, the way it works is kind of a negotiation, right? That, you know, so f- some people might be familiar with how this goes, but essentially, you and your fa- your you know the core family are just in a small room somewhere. There's intermediaries back and forth. Mm. We want this, we can pay this, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Mm. So that happened. Um, then the actual presentation you know this everyone comes to eat you know we had a tent out like 300 plus 300 plus people in zimbabwe wow which was more than my wife thought because we thought it was just going to be you know in the house and everything we even saw the tents Mm. but then the negotiations and everything finished and then we go to another place and it's just like (laughs) all the people yeah everyone's like wow this is crazy so we did that it was lovely flew tonight and this is another thing do you know my wife, her interview for med school was the next day after our wedding. <laughs> Bruh. So Saturday, she gets married. Then she goes. Sunday at 6, because <clears throat> that would have been 3 p.m. here or 12 p.m. Oh, here. right, right, right. Time different. So we had to, because we went to her city, which is Gweru, which is four hours away from the capital, which is Harare. Mm. So we, had, we drove by bus four hours in the morning, lodged at a hotel. She got ready, slept for mm-hmm. an interview so under immense pressure and lack of sleep my wife did an interview and we're just like man i'm still nailed because she's going to I medical still school made now this, yeah. so thank you jesus for that. <laughs> you know so that happened yeah flew to nigeria so then we stayed there for five days and then the wedding the well not wedding celebration because at this point we're married now right so the celebration in Nigeria is just everybody, mom, mm. grandma, everybody, friends or family, office people, church people. Our hall was like, uh, we have videos on YouTube for it. <laughs> and you look there. Uh, you have to send me the videos because I've only seen the photos. Perhaps, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll link you the videos. But yeah, hall was massive. Like, according to what they say, there was uh, about a thousand people in there. God you know, damn. Food was flowing, drinks were flowing. <laughs> People were coming in, having fun. Ah, How was the day for you, though? The day itself, so the day in Zimbabwe was, um, it was good. It was, it started, I mean, I don't know, is it a black thing? Is it an African thing? Whatever it is, we just know about time. <laughs> I, I don't know if it's a black, it's just the color of my skin. Is it African? I don't know what it is, but for some reason, we were, 
we're basically an hour late. Oh my god. This is the funny part. So in their culture, is about culture, right? Um, you're supposed to pay. It's just it pay a certain amount to be allowed to come into the compound on the day mm. as part of the whole ceremony and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So because we're late, we come. Our intermediary, because I had it at the back of my head, like I know we're supposed to pay a certain amount to come in here, but they just kind of ushered us in. <laughs> we're just like, okay, come in, clap. So you have to clap like this. It's very specific. So we come in, so we sat down, getting ready. So the intermediary comes in after talking to the people in the living room. Mm. And then he says, all right, so we're going to speed things up, bunch a few things together. However, there's a fine because you didn't pay. No, no, not even that we're late. You didn't pay. You didn't ask for permission to come in. You didn't pay. So now there's a fine. Right, right, right. I'm like, I knew, I knew it. I'm like, I knew it. Oh, man. But the day itself was good. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I enjoyed it. Uh, we had to dance a lot. <sighs> dance a lot. We couldn't eat. You know that thing that it was so true, like how the bride and the groom never get to it, like and eat on the day. Like there was a point where every time I tried to pick up the folk to eat, Somebody. and the bride and the groom <laughs> <laughs> every time, so much so that one of my aunts noticed that I was trying to eat that. So she was just pitying me. <laughs> Man, the day was so funny, but it went well. And then come, come Lagos now. Mm. Same thing again. Ah, man. This one was not even really my fault. My groomsman, um, well, basically all three of them, one of them, his measurements weren't correct. So the tailor had to redo the whole suit the night before. Jesus. The other one, his measurements, the top half was good. The bottom half wasn't good, so he had to redo that as well. And then the one who they had to redo his whole suit, he was coming with all three of the suits because the plan was the tailor would give him all the suits that were being refitted and he would come. So now this has caused Wahala. He's coming mm. from the island. We're waiting. I'm already suited up. I've taken all my pictures, done my whole speech, everything, because she's in the other hotel now. So we have to go there and do the whole dramatic entrance, take the pictures, now I'm just there sitting in the hotel Waiting room. for I'm these just... people to dress up. Come <laughs> on. <laughs> and then we're leaving the hotel now. And so I don't have a SIM card because my line doesn't work. So the person who's attached to us, my mom is ringing his phone. It's billing off. Like, I just see him, mom. He's like, Mots, what should we do? <laughs> I said, look, don't, don't pick that phone. Because <laughs> if you pick that phone, we're going to be extra late. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yep, just yep, leave yep. that phone alone. We'll deal with it when we get there. Fast forward now, we get to the venue. Do you know we still had to wait an hour? For? Because the venue wasn't ready. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, after stressing on the phone, right, the right, venue right, was right. still not ready. Oh my God. I'm like, this is Nigeria. <laughs> this is Nigeria. <laughs> ah, man. Anyway, every, everything shall, shall work out because those photos are stunning. Glad you're back now. I mean, uh, okay, so what I want to leave you with this last question is, you know, you've kind of took this from being punished because you left art school to now (laughs) kind of using art to to tell your stories and stuff. If there's like a kid or someone watching out there and they're like, oh, you know, I want to go down this path. What, What kind of advice would you have to share? 
definitely if you're younger then i'm i'm what 27 now whatever if you're still in your teens like early and you're like you like the idea of drawing you want to make it as a career the first thing i was just like build a community like i can't I can't emphasize how important that is if you have a community of people who have the same... They may not necessarily be artists, they just, but they have ideas. They, you know, they can give you something that's not tangible, but, like, it, it will help you in some way in your arts. Mm. You know, it, build people who actually want you to succeed. That's another thing, too, because people just hang around you because they think, oh, you know, this might be... This might this might take off one day. Let me just take on it. But they don't actually believe in that. Mm. So build an actual community. You don't need a lot. Just need, like, two, three people. That's it. That will support you in your journey. And, you know, you can support them. So build a community. Um, build Start from now. Build a portfolio in whatever capacity you can. Whether it's your IG, your sketchpad. Anywhere that people can see your growth online. Mm. Just do that. And draw... Create whatever form your arts is, whether you are a digital artist, whether you are more oil and, oil and acrylics, music even. This doesn't apply to just like, you know, drawing this like music, whatever it is or art form <clears throat> looks like. Build a community, put your portfolio online somewhere so that people can track your growth and then keep you accountable. The way the algorithms work now, if you're not like, up to date like people just forget you it's just the reality of things like i've experienced it so and i'm trying to get back into it now so build your portfolio post as regularly as possible doesn't have to be like finished work just oh this is a little thing i did today tomorrow or next tomorrow this is a little thing i did today just keep doing that um pray stay prayed up because with god everything's possible so that that's also key as well um and yeah, just have a plan as well. Like even like the art you say you want to create, okay. Realize that if you want to make money from it, have an actual plan. Talk to people <clears throat> in your family who are business savvy or your friends who are business savvy. Reach out to an don't be shy to reach out to an older person. You never know what they know. Say, mm. hey, I want to create arts, um, you know, whatever form that looks like. Um, you know, and I just want some guidance on how do I set up like how do I trademark this how do i uh patent this how do i um safeguard this you know I, I i need a logo you know like ask them all the business side of things so that you stay smart up so by the time you get to you're in your adult years or you're in your older years you're already equipped from before like i didn't have any of that that's i'm still figuring out mm. and you know there's so much i don't even know right now but I feel like if I know what I know now, when I was 16, 17, yeah, be... I was so much wiser outside of the game. But yeah, it's definitely stay prayed up, ask people around you, um, build a community and build a portfolio. Man, Omasala, thank you so much for the cre creative work you do and, uh, you know, for always making my, my, my show shine. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you, thank you, thank you for having me. Really appreciate being on here and being able to just uh this is the first time I've ever been able to just, like get bits of pieces of my story out. So happy to be here and you know, looking forward to everything else that's to come out of the Blackout Podcast. Yeah, yeah.